Previously, on We Have Dark Vision. So, the gang started investigating Eller and Tyrant's room, and they found what is essentially a magical hole in the space-time continuum that Ellerin stores all of his secret notebooks in. They got some helpful information out of that, but unfortunately, most of it was written in code. So since Tompkins has a previous relationship with Ellerin, they set him to decoding it. And for some reason, they decided that the tiny magical child Violet should just ignore her bedtime and stay up all night helping with the decoding homework. Meanwhile, the gang went to bed. Also, it turns out that Seth has absolutely no memory of anything that happened in his life prior to arriving at Wolfrock. There are so many questions that need to be answered about this big strong boy. And remember way back at the start of the adventure, when the gang was captured by hobgoblins, but then a goblin named Guzzlebutton helped them escape because Guzzlebutton doesn't want the goblins to worship Bazarok anymore? Well, the gang's new goblin friend, Marblesnot, has a plan that might bring them back into contact with Guzzlebutton. So, we'll see how that plays out as this story arc progresses. And that's all the important stuff you need for this episode, I think. I probably left something out. It's fine. Previously on, we have dark vision. We slept on the floor. We slept on the floor. We slept on the floor. Yeah, you guys slept on the floor. Uh, everybody, you're going to be taking a negative penalty to your... No, you're not. Uh, your <laughs> back, back is going to hurt a little bit. What is this? The <laughs> yeah. Sims? You'll, you'll have to like do a little bit more stretching in the morning than you normally would. Um, but yeah, you guys wake up on the floor in a pile... Uh, Marble Snot is not there at this point in time, but Lars is still kicking on the couch. Just, just <laughs> chilling. Just kicking it. Uh, where did, hey Lars, where did, uh, where did Marble Snot go? He went up to bed. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. He's sleeping in Croy's bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, what? today's going to be a shit day. I'm going back to bed, <laughs> and I just fall yeah. back on the floor. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, what's, what's your move, dudes? Oh, let's, well, let's wake him up. I think. Yeah, after... I'm actually down with that. <laughs> you say from the floor. <laughs> That's it. Also, he doesn't, know, he doesn't know how many times I've leveled up in that bed, so he should probably get out. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> Jokes you don't know how many really. times he's leveled up in that bed. Oh, oh, fuck you, DM. You dumb fucking DM. I hate you, DM. Oh, my God. Uh, All he's thinking about is fucking goblin gum. <laughs> you can cut that out from the episode, Kyle. Please. Leave I it in. <laughs> what? Yeah, what was that for? Oh, no, 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 no. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pledge yeah. five dollars to hear this crazy spell. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys go upstairs into Croy's room. The door is closed. 
you open it and like just a stench of like prawns kind of wafts out of it. Ew. Prawns? Prawns, yeah. Like like, like the prawns? seafood? Like the seafood. Ew. Why, oh, dude? Man. I don't know, man. If you're going to bring jizz into this, I'm going to bring uh. like gross smells into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I also I was in character yeah. when I as soon as the door opened, Croy just goes, "Oh, why, dude? What are you doing, dude?" Uh, yeah, Marble's not is asleep on the bed, not even under the covers. He's just like made a nest out of the sheets on your All bed, right. and he's just like on top of that. I don't want to step in the room. Is there anything like <laughs> near me that I can just like throw at him to wake him up, <laughs> like a chair? Or something. I just like, so I don't have to walk in. It's just so bad. I mean, there's no chair right around you. You would have to like go down the hall to your room and get a chair from there and then come back and throw it at him. Oh, go sucks. do it. Go do it. Yeah. Go get the <laughs> go. fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> Is there literally nothing else? Uh, Not even like a, a, a rock. I don't know. Anything. Well, oh, yeah, you I guys haven't like spent rocks. a lot of time in your apartment, so I, I feel like you guys haven't actually like furnished it or whatever. It's more uh, of yeah. just a oh, we come back, a pass out, and then we leave again. Early twenties male house. Pretty yeah, much. it's very much just like <laughs> actually. A, like yeah, a you prison. know what? Yeah, there's a bottle of protein powder on the floor beside you, Bort. <laughs> you could pick that up a, and huck it at him if you want. A bottle of what? Protein powder. Oh, I thought oh. you said prawn juice, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. oh that would be it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Marvel. So I forgot about yeah. my bottle of prawn juice. <laughs> All right. All right. I pick up the bottle of protein powder, and I huck it over at him. Do I have to roll anything? Nah. Okay, good. Yeah, you, you huck at him. It bonks him on the head, and he wakes up. Like, what? What? what is it? And he's just like, jumps up into a fighting stance, and then realizes that it's you guys. And he's like, oh. Ah, good morning. I can't remember what his voice is sometimes. That yeah. was a weird one. They're really struggling. It is It is the morning. Yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, actually, when he uh, wakes up, he's like, uh, hi. Uh, 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 how's it going, everybody? <laughs> oh, my God. You sound so rich and beautiful before you become who you are. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys shouldn't You shouldn't just judge me so harshly on my on my voice then. No, but I will judge you on the fact that my room smells like the sea. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably fair. What are you? I'm a what goblin. Duh. I mean, now listen, we've been around many a goblin on this yeah. hell of a journey. I have never smelt the stench of sweet prawns the way I do right now. <laughs> we stuck through an entire goblin encampment, and we never smelled yeah. what we're smelling right now. We well, smell a lot guys of things. Have been missing out. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, can you come out of the room? I yeah. yeah. Great. I, can you open sure. a window? Oh yeah, I probably should have done that. Yeah, at least once in the past like month. Jesus Christ! Oh god! Like why? Why does it make this smell? What are you? Uh, and I just kind of I, sort of walk out of the room and walk away. I don't want to. And, I, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, I don't, Bort, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Let's just open the window. You step outside and we're just going to keep moving on. Okay. Like so okay. this is one of those things where less, less knowledge is more. Okay. Uh, Marvel's not goes and he opens the window 
And as soon as he does, like just a swarm of seagulls comes flying <laughs> into the room, just starts looking around for the prawns. And they're just like, well, where's the prawns? And eventually they leave confused. Uh, you guys headed back downstairs so you don't have to smell the prawns. Yeah. Okay. So bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I lean I lean over to Nubs and I'm like, Nubs, do you have you're I don't know how you would know this, but do you could you find like seven gallons of gasoline? Because I what? think we're gonna have to burn this place to the ground. I'm not the one with the pyro problem. I know what you did at that monastery. It's not me that has access to gasoline readily. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I, you I sure? Never did anything. You sure? I never did anything wrong. Okay. I was, that was that was Noam Chomsky. That's who that was. Common common misconception. He burned down his own monastery to capitalize on the insurance claims. He's a monster. Right. Totally. It's in it's in the book of knowledge. It's in the book of knowledge, which oh he has it. I wonder what he's gonna do with it now. Hmm, curious. Uh, you guys are back downstairs in the main room. Since you went upstairs to get marble snot, uh, it seems that Lars has moved to the kitchen and is now cooking breakfast. <laughs> I'm just oh. imagining a pile of rocks <sighs> cooking breakfast. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lars is I, such a good friend. <laughs> I yeah. hope you like rock and egg. Oh god! <laughs> I've never had rock, but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gravel good for digestion i don't know about that but okay yeah. <laughs> he thinks you're i'm all no birds. doctor but i'm sure you're full <laughs> of shit on that one <laughs> i am full of rock rock, yes. <laughs> rock shit good um all right marble snot yeah what's up we slept on your idea you slept on the floor. Oh, your idea was underneath us on the floor. I, I was going to make a fucking joke like that. <laughs> I knew as soon as she said we slept on, I was like, he's going to reply with some fucking shit. I'll tell you. And we have been thinking that maybe it's a good idea for you to help us. Yeah, yes. I mean, I agree. That's why I I suggested it. But I'm glad I'm glad you're on my side. Yep, that yep. makes me feel wanted. You okay? Well, um, that's good. I'm glad you feel that way. I didn't make you feel that way, did I? Yeah, y- yeah. I mean, you're the one that just said that. Oh, it was a good idea. Okay. Well, cool. Um, how fast can you do the thing? Well, I mean, it'll be really easy to just. Hop, hop the wall and, and run out there. That part will be like real quick. Great. I, it's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they'll need convincing. I mean, I can, I can try. If they're, if they're on board right away, then like uh, maybe like a day. But like maybe it'll take a couple, couple days to plan things out. I, I don't know. But I can go find out for you. Okay, we have ways of expediting this process for sure. Um, like With what? gasoline. Well, we can. We can <laughs> oh, you're the one who had the gasoline, right? Okay, I remember. Yeah. Uh, we can always uh, uh, come with. You know, we already snuck through the camp once. We could totally do it again. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe. But if you guys get caught out there, um, and like, 
I have to go talk to people too. So like they're gonna they're gonna like notice you if you're with me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about leaving again. <gasps> what if we pretend to be prisoners and he takes us into the camp and then at night he frees us and then we sneak right through? That's a great idea, but what if they just kill you on sight? Uh, what are the chances? We, oh, I don't know. I just think it might be a possibility. It's we're we're high we're high valued prisoners. I would say yeah, we're we're basically most wanted. <laughs> yeah, uh, Marvel. Son, I feel like you're not understanding. We're the protagonists. <laughs> that maybe of your happen. story. I'm the protagonist of my story. That's not how oh this God. works. Yeah, you are a side character. Yours is in the bargain <laughs> bin at fucking Shoppers. Nobody cares. Prawns <laughs> and prejudice. Honestly, Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. All right, stop. Stop the recording. We're switching the the timeline. Yeah, prawns and prejudice. <laughs> the marble snot story. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody roll some new characters. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. I was going to say Shopper's Drug Mart is too good for that book. I feel more like a hospital gift shop. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Real captive true. audience type shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Side note: This is this is just very quick. You cut this out of the thing. I always, whenever I see the books at Shoppers, the covers always look so great. And then as soon as I start reading the titles, I'm like, ah, these books are probably all shit. Yeah. But like every time I see them, I'm like, oh, look at that. Ah, oh, that's nothing. And instead, it's like them. the day the horse got a boner, and you're like, wait, hold up, what, what kind of shit ass romance novel is this? Yeah. How dare you use this in the Da Vinci Code font? Because it really grabbed my eye. <laughs> yeah, the boner horse verse is really uh, a really top seller at shoppers. Nah, eh, whatever. It's a pandemic. Read what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, Marble's not can help you guys out. Um, but it might take a couple of days. Okay. Do we, the question is DM, you don't have Mm -hmm. to tell us anything. Tell us, do we have a couple days? (laughs) Uh, okay. Here's the, the rush to like help break the siege right now is that like the worry that a supplies will run out at some point and B, I mean, maybe they'll get bored of the siege. You guys definitely have time for supplies or, or sl- supplies to like, you're not in diet. Like tomorrow is not going to be like the day everybody starts starving. Okay. So yeah, you have some time on that front. Okay. You don't have to worry about that yet. Uh, it's more whether or not you guys think people outside, like the sieging army is going to make any moves or if they're just content to hang out there. That would be what your biggest concern should be, I guess. Yeah, and the hmm. other the other concern is us getting our asses out of here. Yeah, so we can go and yeah. kill the Diablo and in the tower. Yeah, um, but yeah, waiting a couple days isn't really going to affect the inside of the fortress adversely, as far as you guys would be aware. Okay, and Marble Snot, remind me yeah. exactly what your what what. What are you going to do for us? You have to go and talk to people and start a rebellion? Is that what you're thinking about doing? I mean, 
Yeah, when you put it that way, it seems like it's a pretty big task, but uh, there's there's definitely goblins out there that don't like Bazarok. Um, I, I know that. Like I said, they, I thought they were giving us a bad name, but um, maybe maybe they're right. So I could go out there and I, could, I can find them and like maybe they'll start a rebellion, but maybe they can just they'll just be able to sneak you guys through the camp. I, I don't know what the best plan would be. I haven't been in the camp, so I, I don't know what would be necessary. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I grab Marble Snot by the shoulders, by his Please crony Please don't talk into shoulders. my mouth again. And I get my mouth about two inches from his mouth. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I say, listen. The stench of prawns just, like, uh, wafts yeah. up your nose. That's it. Yeah, that's no. His prawn smell is overpowered by whatever I smell like. And you can decide what I smell like to you. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I say, L- listen here, Marble Snot. I know we've had our differences, but this is a very important mission. The fate of the universe lies with you. So I want you to go out there, take all the time you need, but also be as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And you go and you figure out a way to get us out of here. Okay? And okay. I just give him a little kiss on the nose. And I say, you're not one of me, but you are one of us. And I slap his cheeks a little bit. That's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> How am I going to get back in the fortress? I don't give a fuck, man. Just go figure it out. Fuck I'm going to do We will figure something out. I can make a hole in the wall. Okay. Um, That's it. I guess. How, wait, how are we getting them out? Are we catapulting him over the wall? Oh, we could do He's that. Jumping jumping over. would be better. Sorry, what was that, Marvel Snot? I, I need to hear what you said so I can ignore you. A trebuchet is a better weapon than a catapult. Do we have a trebuchet? Would a trebuchet get you over the wall? Look, I have no idea. I don't even want to be put in a catapult I think that would shoot you through the wall, which would be I... bad for the siege. <laughs> we have experience with goblins and you guys are pretty squishy so i don't think that a trebuchet is really the best idea no me neither i just wanted to say that it's better than a catapult okay oh so he's just a nerd he's just a nerd that's all he is and I, i'm muttering that out loud nerd. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we go in the middle of the night and we let you out through the hole in the wall okay um yeah, that's And then work. on the third day at sunset, look to the east. Oh we okay. won't be there. We'll be in here. Just do it. And then uh So wait, so if you're not gonna be there, then it doesn't matter that I don't know which way's east. That's fine. Okay. I don't know which way's east either, okay? I don't want to talk about just, it. Just look. <laughs> just look it. Just yeah. look one way or the other way. And then Come back to the same spot and we'll open a hole in the wall for you again. So in in three days. Two? Uh, what's up to you guys? I'm giving you 48 hours from the second that we eat you hours. over the wall. Okay. Uh, so that would mean you guys have all day to do stuff until he has to go over the wall if you're waiting until night. Is there anything you guys, what, like, what do you guys want to do during the day instead? 
I'm just going to sleep so much that I get a uh, 20% bonus to health and key points. <laughs> no, nah, that's not how that works. Um. <laughs> that's a, this is a shit game. Doesn't reward getting good sleep. I agree. I'll go help the diary readers. Yeah? Okay. The diarrheers. Sure. There you, I'm go. Go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to help out Cool Burger. I think yeah. they need a morale boost from Mr. CEO himself. Okay. Uh, Bort? Uh, uh, I'll go to the to the diary room, too. <laughs> Good. Bort, oh, you can read? <laughs> I don't... I think, I think Croy's got a good handle on the business. <laughs> and I don't want to get in the way. <laughs> and I don't want to be around him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, cool. Nubs and Bort, you guys head down to the... Actually, did you guys decide where you were going to set up where they were working? Were they just going to work right in Alloran's apartment? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, cool. You guys head down to Alloran's apartment... Uh, and you find that Violet and Tompkins have been up all night uh, working on translating all this stuff. Croy, uh, you head down to Cool Burger, and uh, as usual, there is a line out front. It's a little bit shorter than normal, as it's uh, kind of early in the morning. The lunch rush hasn't happened yet, uh, and you can start prepping stuff. Croy, mm-hmm. while you are at Cool Burger today... Is there anything that you would like to do or like, do you want to talk to people and see if you can learn stuff or do you want to, or are you just like content to just work for the day and like, just forget about your problems for a bit? Uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to run, I'm going to run the cash. I'm going to be the cashier and, uh, I'm going to try to, I'll try to, to, to talk to people that come in. Sure. See if anybody's got anything for me. Cool. Uh, we can do that. You uh, you can, like, I'll give you a second to think about it, and then I'll jump back to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Think of, like, a couple of questions that you might want answered or whatever, and then I'll have you roll on it, uh, and then we'll decide exactly what sort of things you get. Does that sound fair to you? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Uh, Bort and Nubs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, are you guys going to spend basically the day just reading and translating and all that sort of stuff and seeing what you can find? Yeah. Uh, through that, yeah. Okay. So in that case, then I'm. That's pretty much. I'm just gonna get. Do you want us to roll? Uh, some rolls from you guys. Um, I think. Sick. Uh, let's do. Hmm. Because I'm gonna Religion. have you guys roll to see like what sort of. Because you need to decode it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. So insight. I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you want to do an insight check? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do an insight check to see how good you are at translating it, which will determine how much of it you are able to translate rather than like whether or not you can translate. I'm just glad that it's not reliant on my intelligence because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Was, all right, I only got nine total. <laughs> I got an 11 plus eight, so a 19. Oh, geez. Okay. God, so, yeah, that's, so no wonder you're that's like, what, yo, give that's me That's why insight. I was like, insight. <laughs> uh, okay, that's cool. Um... I'm just and like, just like just drooling, looking at pages, and coloring like, in the shapes, like flipping through the books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's upside yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, I think, hmm, I'm gonna have 
one other role from from you guys. I think this one will have to be history since it'll be like it's based on reading past notes and stuff and, okay. and whatever. Dang. All right. Eight minus three is five. I got a 17. <laughs> Eight minus three. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you guys spend a bunch of the day uh, with the work that uh, Violet and Tompkins had done the over the night before they had gotten a start on sort of figuring out the key to this, this code uh, with you guys there throughout the morning. Hey, you start to crack it and you start to be able to translate parts of it. And it's not perfect. You guys haven't like perfected all of it, but you're starting to get a better understanding of what sorts of things are written in these books. Cry. Do you have, your ideas for what sorts of questions you would like to be asking people as they come in? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. How many questions do I get to ask? Because I have like some that are like kind of specific, but like they would be asked to somebody to like the appropriate people. Um. How about this? Tell me what sorts of questions you want to ask. And then depending on what they are, I may or may not have you roll. Uh, to see how much of those, how much information you'd be able to get out of all of them, and then I'll determine how many will end up being. Uh, well, like two answered. of them are kind of like about two of the questions are about like rumors or secrets in Wolf Rock, like in the actual town that we might not know about. Okay. One of them would be uh, specific to guards who are like overlooking like who are on the walls looking at out at the people who are sieging us and then one of them and then there's just like a generic get how people are different people are feeling in wolf rock right now cool and are those like the the biggest sort of things is there anything else you would like to maybe try and yeah those like the important ones and then yeah it's like how are people like basically i would just want to get a pulse on how everyone is feeling so like i guess i would ask that to almost anybody yeah. Uh, try to figure out like some rumors or gossip or secrets in Wolf Rock that maybe uh, will help us out in some sort of like something that we don't know because we're still kind of strangers. And then also like if there's any guards or anything that come in or like military people, uh, what are like some of the movements of people that are sieging us and specifically from like the goblin side of that army because that's where we're going to be dealing with. Sure. Okay. That's cool. Um, we'll do a, we'll do an investigation check for that. And then, and then depending on your role, I'll tell you different amounts of things. Different. <laughs> My investigation's so bogus. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> you I rolled a 14 altogether. There you go. 14 altogether. Okay. Sick. That's pretty good. Um, It's good for a fucking idiot like me. Jeez. We're going to jump back to Bort and Nubs because I'm going to have to like take a minute to think about the questions you asked so I can give you answers that will actually be helpful instead of just like... Oh, fuck. I, I'm making it up on the spot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Hey, what's up, everybody? You may have noticed that I changed the style of our intro a bit today, and you might be wondering, well, what's the deal with that? Uh, well, it turns out I had a bunch of technical issues with some of our last few episodes, so I did it this way. Will it stay? Will I keep doing it this way? Nah, I don't know. But it sure does make editing easier, so we'll see. Speaking of previous episodes, you can also find all of those over on our website, wehavedarkvision.com, where you can also find episodes of Monster Friends, original maps, music, artwork from the show, and all that kind of stuff. You can also follow us on Twitter at DarkVisionCast or on Instagram at WeHaveDarkVision to find all of the weekly episode artwork. If you like our show, it would be super sweet if you could rate and leave a review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast, too. That would be awesome of you guys. And finally, why not check out Colin's new YouTube channel, The Shake TV. I think that's everything for this week. We'll be back next week with an episode of Monster Friends and then back to the main campaign on August 17th. Later, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We'll say it's probably about noon now, now that you sort of figured out the uh, way to decode this a little bit. There's a code. And I think the very first thing that becomes obvious to you guys is that the parts that are written in code are obviously also written by Ellerin. Like the whole, the whole books, all of the books, it's all written in his hand. It's, it's all the same. But the parts that were written in code seem to be written in, like, a different voice, almost. Uh, the coded sections make reference to Bazarok, uh, which the uncoded sections really haven't, other than, like, the one the one time. And the later the writing, like, the coded writings are in the timeline, he starts using terms like we and us instead of I or him. That's, like, the the big big thing that you start to notice before you really start to even get full sentences decoded and you would also get the feeling that the uncoded Ellerin Tyrant's writings he seems to be almost unaware of the coded writing like the uncoded stuff is all speculative and the coded is definitive uh, but the order in which things are written indicates that maybe the coded Ellerin will know something, but later on in the writings, uh, uncoded Ellerin will be speculating on a certain topic, despite the fact that he should already know the answer based on what the coded writing says. So there seems to be like a divide between the two aspects of Ellerin Tyrant. That's the big major thing that you guys start to get right off the bat. Okay, two theories. Eleanor Tyrant has a twin inside of him. <laughs> that takes control and he goes into a fugue state. Mm. Second theory. Eleanor Tyrant is a complete psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> There's a third possibility that he is being possessed, but I am not sure what is possessed happening. By, 
Possessed by what? Bazarok? The Eleanor demon? Tyrant. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get any of that from what I was reading. Well, you weren't really reading, Bort. You were coloring. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like thinking it's a coloring book. Yeah. Uh Nubs, would you would you be sharing this with everyone? Everybody? Yeah. Cool. I think I'll, um, I'm going to say that your role is going to also sort of cover Violet and Tompkins a little bit. Um, it'll be mostly you, but like, I guess it'll be a lot better if they can also participate in the conversations. Um, so I think while you're discovering this, uh, Tompkins would, I mean, like, like you guys all know, he has a previous relationship with Eller and Tyrant, and he would be able to like sort of corroborate that, like seeing the writing and seeing that oh, there seems to be two different things going on here. He could sort of corroborate that and explain like, yeah, I mean, that explains Aller and Tyrant's sort of dramatic swings and temperament. Like that sort of lines up with these writings that seem to swing back and forth between two different aspects of them. Uh, it's not something that Tompkins would have noticed like at the time, really. He wouldn't have thought anything of it. He's like, oh, I guess the wizard's mad today. Um, but like reading this, he's like, yeah, I mean, I, that he used to swing back and forth in temperament. Like he would be fine sometimes and other times he'd be agitated or, or angry, but like some sort of force behind it as opposed to just like, I didn't have my coffee this morning. Uh, Tompkins, was he always like that? When you knew him, was he always kind of going through all those mood swings and stuff? I didn't know him for very long. I didn't have long, like I didn't spend years with him or anything like that. It was, it was a few months, but, uh, they did get worse over, over those months. Hmm. 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 <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what about, what about you, Violet? What do you see? <laughs> or what did you learn? <laughs> Teacher uh, board. <laughs> I think for for that she's sort of like like I said it's it's all of you guys are sort of discovering this all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. that was sort of like a teamwork effort between you guys to specifically notice this pattern. Um, gotcha. Once you guys sort of now that it started to get uncoded over the next over the afternoon, you you guys will figure out more stuff. Um, but she doesn't like at this exact moment in the conversation, she doesn't have like more things to add to it than, than you guys have also discovered. Okay. So what, what some of us have discovered, not, not super with my help, <laughs> Yeah, um, but what's been discovered is basically that it seems like Eleanor Tyranth is, uh, uh, kind of having like two personalities in his writing basically between the uncoded and the coding okay yeah but we don't really have anything new from the coded or uncoded diaries yet aside from that not as of yet you guys uh it's taken you the morning to pretty much get the code like broken out figure it out um so it'll be later in the afternoon before you guys actually start getting stuff which i mean we can just stay and do right now i just want you guys to be aware of like the passage of time yep um it's not just like, oh, I learned it. It's It takes a bit, of, a yeah. bit of time. What we need to look for is weaknesses, plans, possibly 
reasoning. Secret weak points. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Croy. Well. We're going to, I'm going to jump back to you and give you a little bit of information for what you figured out over the morning. There is like, and I feel like this is probably pretty obvious. There is like a general feeling throughout the the fortress of all the people who are taking refuge here. Um, there's like a feeling of fear and loss and everything. Like they, all of them have pretty much lost their farms, their homes, their, their small towns of basically been taken over by this crawling abyss that's been spilling down from the mountains and from uh, supposedly you you would guess Red Rock but there is a feeling that like they feel safe in the fortress and not just because hey there's you know there's walls around us and the army's outside and not in here most of them uh, report like there, there was a feeling of safety emanating from the fortress there's, it feels like there's something there protecting them, like more than just the walls and the army. It, it, and I think that uh, with people saying that uh, and giving you that sort of information, I think that you would correlate that with, uh, remember when I said that you guys were looking at the fortress from the outside and it was surrounded by the rot and the abyss, but there was like, it was basically an island of normalcy around the fortress and around the wolf rock where it just didn't seem like the the abyss could seep into it. Mm. Um, so when people say that, that they feel like there's something more in this fortress that's protecting them, and then you remember that that's what it looked like from outside, you realize like, yeah, there probably is something more to this. There's probably something that is stopping the abyss from coming in and taking over the fortress entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the general feeling that you got, and then what you would probably infer from it. Uh, as for some of what... Uh, there, there's been a couple of guards that have come in. So far, through the morning, you haven't like learned much from them, other than the fact that, like... Yeah, there, there's movement out in the camps... Uh, on the goblin side and there's movements in, in the demons but nothing that you seems out of the ordinary to them they've just sort of been sort of talking about it and they are hesitant to give you like direct information about stuff just because not all of them know you guys well I guess mm. um, so that's just what you've been able to infer over the course of the morning uh, do you have any like questions that you will have would have like to have asked people as they were like telling you about their feelings at the place because i feel like once you've once you started asking questions they'll be more likely to talk to you no because that's pretty that is helpful okay just like the general like oh there might be something else going on here cool all right so i guess that that's what you'll have gotten in the morning we'll come back and do the afternoon in in a little bit sounds good uh port nubs yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, over the course of the afternoon, um, I'm just trying to think of how to present the information in like a fun and interesting way instead of just like info dumping. <laughs> info dump. Info dump. Info wars, you know what I'm saying? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and our special guest... 
Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's the final boss. Oh, yeah. it is gonna, it's going to be Alex Jones. We did fight <laughs> Trump, so. Uh, let me tell you about the abyss, okay? <laughs> Hillary Clinton is the abyss. <laughs> I think. So, yeah. Okay. How about this? Okay. Do At some in point song. in the afternoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Play the banjo. <laughs> yeah. You guys, if you want it in song, you'll have to go to uh, talk to Two Time over in the provisioner <laughs> shop, and he can do it in rhyme for you guys. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Tompkins isn't much of a singer. Uh, at some point in the afternoon, uh, a couple of hours go by, and Tompkins speaks up, and he's like, "Oh, this, this is interesting." Uh, he says, remember this part over here that you guys pointed out to me, <laughs> the part where uh, Ellerin said, there is in the Northern Tower a section of the fortress that seems to speak to me. If I'm stuck on a problem, I need only venture up those stairs. And, and when I reach the top, I will have a conclusion or solution. <laughs> uh, well, I flipped a few pages further and I, I worked on decoding this other passage. And I found it's sort of... A, almost a mirrored version of that passage, but it's less speculative. And I don't want to say like, it doesn't give anything specific. It doesn't specifically say that the passage I'm about to read you is related to the Northern tower. Uh, it, it actually seems to indicate that all of this is now taking place in his studies or in his study specifically, not his general studies uh, taking place in his study. But when I knew him, he he had moved his study into the Northern Tower. That's where I was. That's where I met with him. So I, I guess he must have moved his study into there at some point. So I'm I'm guessing that this is happening at that point in time. But uh, the the relevant passage that that I found in here is it says the rift has opened though it's not stable enough for us to come through. We wait. Our power grows. The wizard follows us without question. Our time is near. And like based on all the context around it, he's writing this well in the North Tower. And it's definitely his hand writing it, but this is the only time I've seen that he's referred to himself in the third person. He is the wizard. Hmm. Is... Is, is, oh, Why what do you can't... think it means, Tompkins? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I just, why can't anything be black or white in this world? You know, Seth is actually not a murderer. So that really shook my life up. And then this <laughs> means that Eleanor might actually just be like a prisoner to Bazarok. Which means he's not evil. It's some fucking gray area. <laughs> yeah, and, and now Seth could be a murderer again because we don't know who he is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I don't know. It, like, So, it sounds like he opened the abyss. Sounds like Eleanor opened up like started the abyss seeping into our world. They also said that the portal isn't stable. Is the portal in the tower? 
Are you asking me or I'm are you asking just asking the, the room? room? Okay, cool. Just throwing it out there. If I said I was asking you, what would you say? I would say I cannot <laughs> answer your questions because I <laughs> know the it. answers. I, I know that Tompkins will uh, sort of agree with you. He'll say, yeah, I mean, that's sort of what it sounds like to me, too. We need to get to the tower. We need to destabilize the portal. We need to close the portal. And then we need to send everyone else back to hell somehow. I haven't figured okay. that one out yet. <laughs> so, okay. So he's referring to himself in the third person. Do you think that he is like, is he Basil Rock? Like, because he's saying that the, the wizard is following along, blah, blah, blah. And it's written in his hand. So is, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's the bad guy and just is the bad guy and a good guy. I don't know. I don't know if he's a good guy. I think he's bad all around. But I'll I say in, might. in the the mirror or in the scrying that you guys did, I don't remember at which point it was that you guys saw Ellerin Tyranth at Red Rock. I think it was when you were scrying. He was beside a a demon uh, that was referred to as Bazarok. So you did see Bazarok and Ellerin Tyranth together. I mean, not to discredit your theory because who friggin knows but you did see two people two separate entities existing in the same place i was just hoping we didn't have to fight basil rock is it like a symbiotic relationship (laughs) the loophole okay well this is still not all that helpful i don't i don't know (laughs) Maybe, maybe I guess all that we've learned is that maybe the portal is in the tower and we still know that we have to go there. Yeah, 100%. So, I don't know, are we going to research, like, keep digging or, I don't know. Is there anything else that we could learn? I guess there's probably lots. There's probably, yeah, we can definitely. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of book left for you guys to go through. Like, you won't learn everything that's in there today because this there's a lot of stuff but maybe we look more into portals the nature of portals there has to be a book in this office that isn't in here that's talking about this i mean this is like an old fucking wizard he's got tons of books on things Uh, you guys took out all of the the journals that he had yeah in the hidden place but maybe there's a book somewhere that would help us with the abyss or something like that he seems to have like packed up most of everything that was in his apartment darn it because well, otherwise, uh, Ruggard and the soldiers would have found all anything else because they, they did the search and they didn't find anything. Okay. Okay. I think we should... So, we should probably at least get Violet and uh, Tompkins to keep searching. I was going to say, maybe we need to go talk to Ruggard and tell him everything we know and that we need to go to the North Tower. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, you guys can leave them to continue and... Go talk to Ruggard. Ruggard. Ruggerat. Uh, yeah. Colin, cry. Yes. Uh, over the next couple of hours, uh, a few more, now that it's like lunchtime and I guess they're on their lunch break or whatever, a few more soldiers have come in. And same as before, they're, they don't really want to like talk to you or give you any information. It seems to be that most of the soldiers are under instructions to be, to like, not really talk about things with civilians and whatnot to, I mean, you would expect probably to not 
cause problems or anything like like you don't want to stir up any panic or anything like that so the it seems they've been instructed to like not talk to everybody else about everything that's going on but you do hear snippets of things and you know that some people have gone up the wolf rock itself there are some soldiers that have gone up there and you would have remembered that bark Scruffalo saw flickering light in the eyes of the wolf rock when he was up there uh so that corroborates that and it seems that they found something up in the tower that has, um, you know, sort of surprised and confused a lot of them, but you have no idea what it is. They're being very secretive of everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the general idea of what you would have gotten out of that. Do you want to ask any questions of any soldiers or anything like that to see if there's more you can get out of them? I just say, I, I say, Johnson, Johnson, and I'm talking to the bartender at Coolberger. Uh, I forget his name. <laughs> Ross Autumn Flame, so not even <laughs> close. Johnson, Johnson, come over here for a second. Uh, and like a couple of minutes of you shouting his name, he looks over and he's like, wait, me? Uh, yes, and that'll like, be you, Jefferson. Get over here. Okay. And uh, he heads over to you. He walks over to you. And then I, I just uh, talk to him, kind of whispering. I'm like, listen, you know what the problem is here? The government is too secretive. It's not good. And you and I, we just own this measly little burger joint, which feeds the people. Don't It's, it's a noble cause. But if we're going to get information, we need to expand our enterprise. So I pitch to you, Cool Burger newspaper. I don't think I have time for that. <laughs> We'll make time. If okay, if this is an undertaking <laughs> you want to get into, I mean, sure, I'll, I'll support it. I guess why not? But I'm not writing articles for you. No, that's fine. You and I point to the person that's the person who's next in line for the cash register. Yes, sir. It's just a tiny <laughs> child. That's it. Congratulations, Buck Johnson. You are the lead reporter of Cool Burger News. All right. And and I got I got a nickname. Buck. Awesome. That's it. Now, here's the first story that you have to do. I need you to figure out what is going on with the flickering eye in Wolfrock. The army knows, but they're not telling us. And they're not going to tell me the richest most successful burger owner in all the land they're spiteful socialists hate them so i need you to get in there i need you to figure out that info and then i need you to meet me at eleanor tyrant's room okay when uh when's your bedtime Six thirty. <laughs> this is a fucking oppressive society jesus christ <laughs> All right, well, guess what? His dad is behind him just being like, what the hell is going on? Don't worry, sir. I'm just uh, employing your son for below minimum wage. Hey, it's better than the nothing we're making here now that our farm's destroyed. That's right. Be grateful. Be grateful to Croy Bezos. Uh, Meet me there at 8 p.m. tonight. Um, Dad? Is that... Can my bedtime be extended? 
And dad's like, yeah, I mean, I don't really care anymore. I don't know what we're doing here. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, son. And then, uh, and then I say, hey, Johnson. Not Buck Johnson, but Bartender Johnson. Get me, uh, get me five, is it five, how many people, it's, it's Bort and Nubs, and who, who else is researching right now at the thing? Bort, Nubs, Violet, and Tompkins. Okay, give me four burger and fries combos. I'm going to take it over to the, to the gang. Okay. (laughs) I mean... He he just runs the bar. You run the burger place. He doesn't know how to cook burgers and shit. Johnson, I'm going to need that in... And I don't want to rush you, but I'm going to need that in about the next 150 seconds. He rolls his eyes and he goes over to the kitchen and yells into whoever's in there working right now, your order. Uh, yeah, you get your order and he come, or, and it all comes out. Uh, you want to head over to... Eller and Tyron's place and meet up with the the rest of the gang. Cool. Uh, You guys head over there and hey, yeah, it's just about the time that you guys were finishing up your research for the day, right? Before you were going to go talk to Ruggert. That's what you guys are going to do? Okay, cool. Uh, I assume you fill each other in on the things that have happened? Mm Mm-hmm. Cry? Yes. Okay, cool. You guys are now all up to speed. Yay, everybody. Yay. Do you want to go talk to Robert right this instant? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, We'll say it's five o'clock at this point. Why not? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just going to say, gang, do we we want to tell Ruggard, like, anything about the fact that we're kind of planning on doing something to the siege? (laughs) I I know we... We said we wouldn't rat out Marble Snot, but it kind of seems like it might be important. <laughs> I agree. I think that we're past the point where it matters if you're a goblin or not. I think what matters is that Marble Snot is going to help us. Yeah. And again, we don't have to say that it's Marble Snot. We can say we like got a guy on the inside or something. I don't yeah. know. Come rag. <laughs> What did you say, Alec? Cumrag. <laughs> yeah. You know, Marble Snot Cumrag. It seems like it would be the same like theme and naming. That's what I thought you said, <laughs> but then I was like, maybe she said Comrade because Comrade. maybe she wasn't going to be gross about it. Nope, she was gross about it. You okay. guys are always yeah. gross. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm surprised you joined in. That's all. The funny thing is that like Discord has basically been cutting out every time Alex was talking about that. So it's almost as though the the microphone is like censoring me. Censoring <laughs> you hear whatever yeah, no. was just said. <laughs> no, well, thank we've you. Got, we've got uh we've got monetization filters on. Yeah. For That's this amazing. private chat. Yeah. yeah. That's the best thing I've heard all week. Monetization filters. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it a program. You would actually make so much money. I know. (laughs) Genius. Um Okay, well we don't have to call him Cumrag, that's fine. Uh no, you guys can call him whatever you want. You guys uh head off to talk to Ruggard. 
and I, and I kick open the door. I think we're going to have to end this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kick open the door, end the episode. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs>